Welcome inside the Inside Source. We are at Abilene Christian in the KACU podcast room. I am Jalen Garrett alongside two of my broskies, Joseph Chapa and Sawyer Davis. How are we doing this morning, fellas? I am fantastic right now. Pumped. It's middle of the week, back from spring break. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, man. And speaking of getting the ball rolling, NFL offseason is going crazy right now. I can probably say this is probably the craziest offseason I've ever seen and have ever witnessed. Yeah, I would say say it's the craziest one I remember in a long time. Yeah, just for sure. Yeah, moves back to back to back. And we are going to be taking you through some of the top stories so far this offseason. And uh, it's going to be a series because we're going to keep watching throughout this offseason because we know more things are going to happen. So many things happen. So much drama. Something happen probably right now. (laughs) Exactly. And it's probably going to happen like in the next 30 minutes. But uh, we're going to take you through that. And first question I want to ask you guys is, what has been your reaction so far just to every single move that you've seen and just how you think this is going to affect uh, going into the season? Joseph, I'll start with you. Man, guys, it's it's the NFL multiverse of madness out here. I mean, it just speaks to the greatness of the NFL. Even when it's, it's in that offseason period, that dead period where you're kind of in that draft combine, the NFL always finds a way to make itself known when it's March Madness, MLB, the Masters, NBA. Um, one thing that really stands out to me is kind of like how the trade market really is. You see guys, and we'll break this all down later, but you see guys like Devontae Adams, Robert Woods, just getting traded for – for draft picks, for draft picks. Usually, you know, in the NBA, you'll see a blockbuster James Harden for uh, a Ben Simmons, you know, player for player, and you surround that. But really, the whole market and how Christian Kirk gets his back, congratulations to you, $84 million as a receiver. Christian Kirk, I mean, he's nothing to laugh at, but, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not an elite receiver at all. Uh, I just really think from a market and economic perspective, it's pretty interesting to see how the NFL offseason has shaped so far. Yeah, and uh, right before, like, right before everything went down, me and my a couple of my buddies were just like, we don't know what's gonna happen, but we just know we want we want chaos. Yeah. We want some we want some change. Yeah. And then it was almost like, boom, you know, the Almighty heard us, and and <laughs> he just created some some crazy things going on. Um, and I don't think I uh, I don't like anything that's going on. I think I like everything that's that's happened, and uh, I think it'll be a great shift for a lot of things. Um, and uh, I'm just really excited to see what all the combinations are going to bring and just the new stuff that's going on for the NFL. I'm just pumped. Yeah. Yeah, Sawyer, like you said, um, we love the chaos. I love the chaos. That has been happening, um, especially just chilling during spring break, just watching all the stories just go down was pretty insane. And there were four uh, major moves that I decided to write down just to talk about so far that I think are very, very impactful so far. Sean Watson is finally Good. out of Houston. He got his wish. Thank God for him. Uh, he was traded to Cleveland, in which uh, which was actually was I was I was actually expecting. I actually wanted him to go to New Orleans because okay. I felt like it would have been a better setup for him as far as like the offense and just that team in general. But obviously, with the recent uh, cases that has been going on for him, I think him going to Cleveland will, will help him be focused. And I think it'll be a new uh, system for him. So uh, if you guys don't know the trade, Browns received a Deshaun Watson and a 2024 sixth-round pick. And pretty much Houston just got a bunch of first-round picks so that they can help rebuild that team. And just to give you some uh, 
background. The last season that Deshaun Watson played, he had 4,823 yards passing, 33 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. So you can make an argument that he was a top five MVP player at the time he played. He obviously didn't play in the 2021 season. So I'll start with you. How big do you think this is for well, Deshaun Watson? And do you think do you see him being successful in Cleveland going forward in his career? Yeah, this is this is absolutely huge for Deshaun Watson. <clears throat> this is huge for the Browns. This is huge for a lot of things. Um, but for me, there's there's two sides uh, that kind of tell the story of this trade. It's obviously Deshaun Watson and what he's gone through, and uh, and the in the Houston side, and then we have the Browns uh, kind of going with a, a new quarterback in the opposite direction of Baker Mayfield. And um, that kind of that situation kind of really surprised me. Baker did not have the standout year that we thought he was going to have this year. He was going through injuries, shoulder stuff, and uh, just didn't really perform as well as the Browns wanted him to. And um, so that just is really interesting to me, just to kind of see where that storyline has gone and where it continues to go, what's the next, what's the next steps for Baker. Uh, but... Uh, put that aside. Let's focus on Deshaun right now. Like, that's huge for him. Hadn't played football in two years, and like you said, Jalen, his his stat line for 2020 was incredible. Like top five for sure, MVP candidate. And so, uh, breakout season for him, I think, is on the way for sure. Um, especially with you know the other the other things that the Browns are doing, sound, si- signing uh, Amari Cooper. Yep. Yeah, that's that's going to be huge. Yeah, I yeah, think thanks, that's going to be one of Deshaun's favorite targets, and I'm excited <laughs> to see that chemistry. So, well, to your point, man. Thank you, Jerry Jones, for gifting. <laughs> gifting. Uh, I think this really, uh, this trade really stands out. We talk about top five quarterbacks in the league year after year. I think now that's broken. There's ten guys, ten quarterbacks in the league, and I really see it as pools, as tiers that you can say like, oh yeah, that quarterback. Obviously, you got to have pieces around them, and you got to have. Um, things go your way, Super Bowl contending quarterback. Deshaun Watson at the time, super talented man, and still is. I mean, he's he's shown no indication that he's regressed in play. If anything, he's gotten better. He's yeah. gotten smarter. He's uh, gotten uh, more athletic uh, using this time period, this down moment in his life through what he was going through uh, with those lawsuits uh, just to get better as a player. And now he's going to build that team chemistry in Cleveland, and with Cleveland, I mean, you move heaven and earth to get a guy like that. Yeah, you got you got one of the best rosters in football. Baker Mayfield, who I think is a star. I think he's a, a very good quarterback. Um, think he deserves to be a starting quarterback elsewhere. But obviously, I think we all know in this world, <laughs> there's Deshaun Watson up here, <laughs> right. and Baker Mayfield up here, um, and and you got to pull that trigger if, if you're Cleveland. And for Deshaun Watson, I think now. You're in the middle of the pack of the top 10 quarterbacks. I'm still taking guys like Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, uh, Justin Herbert over him just because they're more proven guys, especially at the playoff level, uh, in the clutch level, on a more consistent basis. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson, you know, hopefully that this civil case uh, for him just, you know, continues to show um, that he's not guilty because if he is, you play. If he if he is guilty, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I think Cleveland might have to call Baker back. I think overall that was a great trade. Two hundred thirty million dollars, man. What will we do with that money? What will we do as college students with that money? That's that's what makes me pay think. off my student loans. Pay off student loans. <laughs> I mean, we got Tesla because gas is up right Amen. now. I mean, Amen. we Best have to do something. <laughs> and uh, to both of you guys, this point. Um, also, look at that offense as well. You just got Amari Cooper. 
Um, there's also been reports that OBJ is considered returning back to Cleveland, which I don't know why he would do that, but I digress. New quarterback? Hey, yeah, possibly. That was the problem. Uh, yeah, and um, also you look at the two running backs, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, arguably the best running back duo in the game, and you look at that defense, is also tough too. And so I think this is a great landing spot for Deshaun Watson, and I think this will help him grow and go to – not necessarily a winning organization, but I think they're headed heading in that right direction. And as far as Baker, because I feel like Baker is very important, he also requested a trade mm-hmm. right after it happened. And so who knows where he will go. Um, a lot of landing spots that were uh, reported he could possibly go to, go to, like Indianapolis, they had now have Matt Ryan uh, or Washington, who has now Carson Wentz. And so who knows where, where Baker will go? Who knows if he'll even play for a team? But I hope, I really do hope that Baker gets um, picked up by somewhere. Seattle? Better be ready, Jalen. Better buy that Baker you know, Mayfield jersey. You know, speaking of <laughs> Seattle, I wouldn't be mad at it, but sp- speaking of Seattle, it seems like this offseason was just quarterbacks, mm-hmm. major quarterbacks going everywhere and russell wilson traded to denver i didn't see this coming as a seahawks fan i really didn't um i thought he was gonna have at least one more year in seattle um i realized that we were just on the downhill and that that relationship wasn't gonna go wasn't gonna last that long and um not even just talking about the trade but let's talk about the afc west division this division is tough it's insane. Very, very it's... tough. You have four top 15 quarterbacks. You got Russ in Denver. You got Mahomes in Kansas City. You got Justin Herbert in Los Angeles. And you got Derek Carr in Las Vegas. Like. It's the final four, man. I mean. Literally. Knows? <laughs> like, it's. That's tough. Like, you can make an argument that the AFC West is now like the NFC West. Where it's just comp- com- competitive. And it's going to be a dog fight. And so. The last time the Broncos were in the playoffs, they won the Super Bowl in 2016. So, Joseph, I'll start with you. Do you think this rush trade can be like um, Peyton Manning where they go to the Super Bowl in their first year and that they just have this tremendous amount of sets because they have talent Mm -hmm. and they just got a new coach, Nathaniel Hackett, from Green Bay, who was the leader of that Green Bay offense who helped Aaron Rodgers win MVPs and all that offensive uh, magic. Do you think Russ could lead them to a championship? I think he can. Uh, obviously, right now on paper, they look like a Super Bowl squad. Um, if you kind of mirror that to the Peyton Manning um, squads a few years ago when we were you know, middle school and all those things, um, they got the similar type of styles. Obviously, you got an elite quarterback. You got a nice running game, a split running game, too. Um, and then you got some nice skill players. You got a, a competent offensive line. I don't know if it's a top 10 one, but you got a competent one, obviously, on the defensive side of the ball. We all know that's what Denver's, Denver's known for. Uh, that's their identity. I think he can. Um, it's going to be it, – it's crazy to think about how that division, you're going to have people – you're going to have teams not make playoffs in that division because really all those teams are, are, are playoff teams. They're at least – at least um, – uh, divisional round playoff teams and and it makes you wonder should the nfl kind of do maybe a different playoff format because if this is the climate of how the nfl is going to be where you got the afc four playoff teams uh afc north four playoff teams um and, and the list goes on and on 
what do you do, Roger Goodell? Do you kind of do an NBA format, kind of get all those teams in there? You stick to this. Um, but, Jalen, back to your question. I think he can um, see it a few games, see how they are in midseason form, see how the chemistry is clicking. Um, and those those big games against, you know, all those divisionals are going to be huge. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, just looking at it, at looking at the AFC West, it's obviously insane. Like you said, Jalen, you have all four of these quarterbacks are easily top 15. And uh, the other day, me and a couple of my buddies tried to, you know, predict our, our rankings for the AFC West. And I think every single one of us had a different one. Like, it's just, it's so competitive now. And and I think every single one of those teams is capable of being first yeah. or even fourth. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, it's just, the the level of competitiveness and talent in that, in that division alone is the most insane it's ever been. And... Uh, I think that's just gonna that's just gonna boost the talent and competency even more, um, but yeah, Russell Wilson to Denver. Uh, I I do think with the talent that's already there, you know, everybody was saying, "Oh, Denver's just a quarterback away. They're a quarterback <laughs> away." Well, now they got one of the best, so hopefully they can they can make a run in in Russ's first year. What I my biggest fear, and I said this the other day, Joseph, is that Russell Wilson will not perform like everyone's expecting him to mm-hmm. in Denver. I, I just I really just hope he doesn't have just like a, a mediocre stat line and, and everybody's just expecting him to, you know, play twelve more years and win five yeah. more Super Bowls. I, I just don't know if that's realistic for him. Um no I'm not dogging on him. I, I really hope that happens. I just I'm I'm really skeptical and I guess just see both sides. I just, I see this two way street going. And so I just really hope that that Russ doesn't fall short in that. Yeah, because Russ in his press conference said he wants to play 10, 12 more <laughs> years. And even if you look at his stats, he's this is like really the first year where he's like kind of regressed in a sense. Obviously, Seattle didn't make the playoffs and they hadn't they weren't the same Seattle back in 2014 and 2015. But statistically, he hasn't regressed that much. He's still a top 10 quarterback, in my opinion. And you're right. I don't think he's just going to drop crazy stats like a lot of people are expecting because, again, AFC is tough, kind of like the Eastern Conference in the NBA right now. The AFC is just tough now. You got a bunch of teams to watch for. You got Cincinnati. You got Buffalo. You got Kansas City. You got the Raiders. You got the Chargers. So many teams to watch out for. And, yeah, I agree with you, Sorry, that I don't think Russ is going to ball out like – Everyone expects him to, and um, I think it'll be interesting to see what he does. And with and with Denver, I mean, these last couple of years, obviously Seattle's just just not been not been that good. Sorry, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's unfortunate. It's truly unfortunate. But you you see how he was taking that wear and tear behind that offensive line. Yes, he had to do a lot. The running game was inconsistent, obviously, because you had guys like Carson out with injuries and things of that nature. Pete Carroll's coaching, uh, you know, coaching ability with that team a little questionable. His legacy is not, but his current state is. Uh, I think now I, I agree with you guys. I don't think he's gonna make an MVP run. Don't think he's gonna you know make a, a top two quarterback case. Don't think he's gonna you know wow us. I think he's gonna put on a Russell Wilson perf- type performance, but I think it might be a little less because you don't have to do as much because you got the skill guys around you, develop that running game, and I think that'll be good for him, especially at his age and coming off of those injuries and wear and tear. Yes, and. That wear and tear is going to be a release for him because he was taking a beating. It's a blessing. In Seattle. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk more 
more quarterbacks because, like I said in the beginning, this is this seems like this offseason so far has been about the quarterbacks making major moves. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay resigning, and we're going to talk about, and we're going to also throw in Devontae Adams as well. And I was talking about the goat said he's not done anymore, and so we're going to talk about things right after the break. And we are back into the inside source, and we've been talking about offseason in the NFL craziness, and the next topic we're going to switch to is Green Bay. Now, this has been one that is very, 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 very interesting to me because we saw that Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers is choosing to stay in Green Bay, but he won't be without his partner in crime, <laughs> Devontae Adams, as he got traded to the Raiders. I think this is monumental in the NFL right now because I think everyone would expect that if you're Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, y'all want to stay together. Y'all are the dynamic duo. Now you have one of them who's on a different team. It's like, what do you do? And so, Sawyer, I'll start with you. What where, where do, where do you see the Packers doing this year? You don't have your best wide receiver on your team, and I arguably think in the league, Aaron Rodgers, what do you do? How do you succeed this year? What I've seen in the Packers as far as those two alone in the past, I don't know, two years has just been a lot of – I guess the best word to describe it is just drama, almost. You know, uh, last year, uh, Aaron Rodgers threatened again to, you know, kind of trade, and he wants out of Green Bay, and everybody expected him to leave this year, and uh, then he resigns, and we're like, oh, okay, so he's going to stay for, you know, a, a lot longer than we thought he was going to, and it's just, a, it's kind of a, a roller coaster for, for the people watching, just like, oh, is he going to leave, is he going to stay, <laughs> whatever, whatever. And then you have Devontae Adams, who was franchise tagged, and then he eventually told the told the franchise that he will not play under a franchise tag, which me loving Devontae Adams, I, I love that because I, I wanted to see him uh, go to another team and, and kind of ball out with some other players, and that's what he's going to do. He's going to going to see his old buddy, Derek Carr, little Fresno State buddies. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I love that for him. But – uh him telling the Packers that he will not play under a franchise tag, that's just kind of kind of eye opening in, in in my case. Uh, just kind of wondering, you know, why not or why why does Aaron Rodgers say he wants out of Green Bay and then all of a sudden decide to stay? You know, it's it's uh it's interesting. You know, there's always two sides of the story. So I just kind of want to know, you know, what's going on uh, behind the behind the doors of the GM's office or the head coach's uh, office. So, uh, but. Uh, in a in a much more real sense, uh, Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay will be great for great for Green Bay. I think um, as far as for Aaron Rodgers, uh, I don't know. I think uh, in order for us to really see the full effect of Aaron Rodgers making a goat run, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think he might need to explore more options. But uh, I think he'll do great. He'll do Aaron Rodgers things. He'll be the same guy that we've seen. Um, just uh, without his, without his buddy Devonte Adams. It seems like even when Devonte Adams gets traded, the whole conversation gets shifted to Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers for the longest time, and I think now Green Bay 
my eyes, no longer Super Bowl contenders. I agree. I mean, who's Aaron Rodgers going to throw the ball to? I mean, obviously they're not scrubs. You got you guys got got excuse me, you guys got guys like Alan Lazard uh, and things of that nature. Robert Tanya coming back on a, on a, a three year deal. But who are you throwing the ball to, man? And has the defense really changed? Because we hear all the time, Aaron Rodgers needs a defense, needs a defense. Well, you got probably the best one that you've had in a couple of years. So now put on a show. You're Aaron Rodgers. I think, and we'll talk about this next, the Tom Brady move also was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, you think you're going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? Wrong, because we all know Tom Brady is the kryptonite for Aaron Rodgers. And really, I think with Aaron Rodgers, look – we love the guy. He's a, he's, I think he's the second best quarterback in the world, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Super talented. We can we can go on and praise him all day long. But I think now you got your money, man. You decide to stay in Green Bay. The best receiver in the league is gone. Arguably, the best receiver in the league is gone. The division should be yours. I hear the footsteps in Minnesota. I don't know what that with the new with the new staff change and you got guys coming back healthy. Um, it's just. What are you going to do? I think this is going to be the really the testing point of Aaron Rodgers. You really that best player in the world? You really that bad man? Again, we're not we're not testing his character, not testing his his playing ability overall, but now go in another Super Bowl, man. I mean, go in. You got Tom Brady, you got to go up against Tom Brady, go get a squad, go beat him and, and go show how great you are. Yeah, when I saw that Aaron Rodgers was staying, I said, "Why?" Why, why, yeah. why, why, why? And again, like you said, Sawyer, it seems like we always shift the conversation back to uh, Aaron Rodgers when talking about Devontae Adams as well as you said, Joseph. And Devontae Adams had the best season of his career. like, And he deserves that right to not play on the franchise tag because he deserved that money. And he balled out every single year. Mm-hmm. That's why you draft him on your fantasy team that is every true. single year. <laughs> that is true. And I will be drafting him <laughs> again this year because I feel like he's going to go off again with Derek Carr. But I feel like when Aaron Rodgers did this, I said he's putting himself in another hole. Like you don't have – you don't have the same. You don't have Devontae Adams. You don't have Nathaniel Hackett. And so now it's like, all right, Rodgers and LaFleur, what are you going to do? Like, mm-hmm. you got the Rams, Super Bowl defending champions. You got Tom Brady, in, in which we'll talk about him in just a minute. You got teams left and right in the NFC who are going after that ring. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you choose to go back after all these – past two years of I'm trading I'm leaving I'm not telling anybody what I'm gonna do and all those things you resign I I just I just didn't understand it I wanted him to leave I wanted him to go somewhere where he can flourish and that he can win another Super Bowl because I heard someone one of my friends he said that Aaron Rodgers is the Tracy McGrady of the NFL he has all this talent oh. Which was weird. I had to yeah. really, I had to really, really ask him what he meant. He had all this crazy talent, one of the top players in the league, at in his prime at the time, and just and could never get it done. Now, obviously, comparing Tracy McGrady to Aaron Rodgers That's was a little, little odd, but I didn't trust his sports judgment, <laughs> and so I kind of just threw it to the side. But I just had to throw that in there because yeah. I just thought it was an interesting comparison. But in a sense. 
he's right. Like, you're one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen. And it's like year after year after year with the same team, you can never get it done. And it's like you choose to resign. And so I just don't – I just didn't understand why he chose to resign. But you can never underestimate John Wick. You, you just you just can't. You yeah. just can't. I, I, I refuse – to not underestimate him. I don't know if I'll draft him in my fantasy team this year, but I think as a whole, as NFL fans, we can't underestimate yeah. John Wick. He'll and, probably and have another did. MVP run, MVP candidacy. But, I mean, the reason why we're so hard on, hard on this guy is because we know you're an MVP, dude. We know you're going to put up crazy numbers. We know, we know. You're so great. Go win a Super Bowl. That's the marker mm-hmm. that we set for a guy like him. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, I mean, we all, everybody knows it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, exa- you hit that right on the head, Joseph, right there. It's just uh, we know what he's capable of doing, and he's done it year after year after year. But what he hasn't done is won a ring in a long time, and yeah. that's what the people want to see. Uh, because if we if we have somebody like Tom Brady that we're going to, have to compare you to <laughs> as unfortunate as that is he just gets compared to tom brady all the time who has you know two hands full of super bowl mm-hmm. rings and go out there and get you a ring boy yep and speaking of tom brady looks like he's not yeah. gonna stay at home and invest in crypto and be and be a full-time <laughs> be father a family man exactly he <laughs> said that he's returning to play his 23rd 23rd season he'll be 45 entering the season in which he said he wants to play till he's 45 and so who knows if this will really be his last year in Tampa Bay and Joseph I'll start with you um and you kind of talked about it how uh Aaron Rodgers kryptonite is Tom Brady yeah and so how huge is Tom Brady coming back to Tampa for uh not only the NFC but the NFL yeah I mean you know it, it shifts back the NFC Back to him. I mean, really, I think, yes, the Rams are Super Bowl contenders, and they got better signing guys like Allen Robinson and bringing the core uh, of the team back together. I think you look at a Tom Brady. We saw what what happened against the Rams last postseason. Very close without an offensive line. You upgrade that offensive line a little bit. The draft draft looks promising for a lot of teams right now. You build through that. And I think think they're NFC favorites again right there with the Rams, man. I, I think they really shift that back. And you got teams like Aaron Rodgers, uh, well, Green Bay Packers, Rodgers, and you know who else do they have uh, besides Jair Alexander? And then you got Dallas and, and uh, Arizona, all those teams. And really, for the rest of the NFL, it just makes it so much more interesting because you're creating these storylines. You only retire for 45 days, and then you go back on a couple of days before Mar- on Selection Sunday. As soon as the brackets were going out for March Madness, you say. Tom Brady back from retirement. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, well, he's back. And, and his play is undeniable. He's he's the best in the game. He's going to keep improving, you know, stay there. He's got Russell Gage now with an upgrade offensive line and defense. So they're going to make some noise, man. It's like what we've seen for the past couple of years. They're going to run the table. Think I wouldn't be surprised if they come out the NFC East. Anything can happen in the month, month of March. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Don't ever. It's always March Madness in it the is. month of March. Uh, yeah, I, I almost don't want to call uh, the whole situation with Tom Brady's retirement. I almost don't want to call it a retirement because some of it was, you know, the media just kind of like taking things out of context, yada, yada, yada. But um, in, in other words, yes, the GOAT is coming back for the 23rd NFL season. I can't wait until I'm older than Tom Brady's playing <laughs> yeah, career. Yeah. Not, not just older than Tom Brady, like his playing career. That's, yeah. that's insane. 23 yeah. years is just 
insane for a guy like him, but he continues to play like he's 21. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's it's going to be great. And for the NFC too, um, it's uh, it's interesting to uh, kind of think about you know the Bucks and and you know their their first their first Super Bowl in a long time or was it their first ring with Tom Brady? Yeah, it was their first. It was ring their with first. Tom Brady. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So. Uh, it, with their first, their first ring was with, with Tom Brady, and then um, you know they have all these things that they have to run through to uh, get back to that big game. Uh, but you know, with Tom Brady at the helm, like anything's possible. Anything's you know what I'm possible, saying? Man. So uh, yeah, that's that's going to be great for them. And uh, will this be Tom Brady's last season? We've been saying we've been asking that question for five <laughs> years, longer than that probably. Um, but we're going to find out. We're going to see. Yeah, and when you look at this team, they just resigned Chris Godwin. You st- you just re-signed Leonard Fournette, and so your offense is still powerful. Yeah, powerful, 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 and it's great to see the chemistry between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Um, obviously, we can say it wasn't like Bill Belichick, but their chemistry it seems a little different, and it seems more like organic. It seems like Bruce Arians is really letting Tom be Tom, and he's really like the second head coach, like. Non-officially, you yeah. know what I mean? And I think the Bucks will be back in the Super Bowl contest. And I also think, because highlighting that uh, divisional round loss to the Rams, like you said, Joseph, it was very, very close. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very close. It was just two clutch plays by Matthew Stafford and Chris and uh, Cooper Cup, excuse me. And, you know, Tom Brady, he doesn't go out sad like that. He doesn't. I, something in me told me he's not going to. <laughs> go outside because you know you're talking about ride off into the sunset yeah. and retire and be a father and invest in crypto and start a clothing line just do all these great things but he said nah 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 only for 45 days exactly <laughs> we don't we're not gonna do that just yet just yet we're gonna i'm gonna come back try to win another championship in my 23rd year at age 45 and so i think tom brady is gonna be right back in that conversation like you said, Joseph, the NFC is shifted back to him as well. And I think the Bucks, along with the Rams, are going to be the two teams to look out for who could possibly come out of the NFC, NFC, uh, NFC, excuse me. And just to wrap up, what do you guys expect to happen as the offseason continues? Again, we and even highlighting like not as much the uh, excuse me, the other news that is very important we saw von miller go to buffalo yeah and i thought that was very very huge to see a buffalo team with a top five offense and a top five defense um and they gave him a huge contract i think six year 120 Dude. they said they said yep you're getting Market's paid crazy exactly and so um joseph i'll start with you what else do you expect to happen this offseason yeah, so obviously right now uh, it's really that Baker, that Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. trade. Obviously Matt Ryan got traded uh, this past Monday to Indianapolis. Now it really just falls on Baker Mayfield. Could be any day now, really, he gets traded. Um, other than that, really, I look at teams um, that kind of want to go from point point A to point B, kind of like eh, wild card maybe you lose in the first round Dallas to – Hey man, well <laughs> since you mentioned it, like I'll go on a little Cowboys. Yeah, I, 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 I always find a way. I always find a way. I just gave, I just I gave, him, I just, I gave him the platform. I gave him the launch. I'll just, I'll just say this about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, 
I don't even want to call them moves. I'll just say the transactions that you made. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not mad. James Washington's nice. He's a nice deep threat. Uh, Dante Fowler Jr. is inconsistent a little bit, but he's super athletic. He's, uh, Dan Quinn coached him uh, back in in, uh, in Atlanta. Other than that, man, what are you going to do? I think that going back to the Tom Brady signing, I really, I genuinely thought from an objective lens, I really thought if Dallas fills the holes, has a good draft, Fires Mike McCarthy, but that's like it's looking like that's not have happening. Faith. Have faith. Yeah, I guess I gotta have faith in this. <laughs> I really do. I really thought they would represent the NFC because really, like with Aaron Rodgers having like no one to throw to, and then you have the Rams to beat. Obviously, the Niners are still there. Want to give them the respect. Like Cowboys this is a perfect time, and then Tom Brady says, "No, nah, you're wrong." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So. <laughs> Yeah, just I mean, Cowboys, you got to do something, man. But obviously, I th- I think teams in the middle of the pack want to do something. Saquon, I think Saquon should explore some trades. Agree. See what the Giants can do from there to get some of his uh, his trade value. Uh, yeah, and going back to the question, uh, what do I what do I think is going to happen for the rest of this free agency? Yeah, there's a there's a few uh, quarterbacks out there who don't have a home, and there's some quarterbackless teams out there. So. Uh, We'll see what happens with Baker, obviously, like Joseph said. Um, we also want to uh, find out, uh, we heard some rumors about Jimmy G uh, on, the, yeah. on, the, on the Niners, and nothing's happened with him yet. <laughs> so we, we, we wonder if the, the Niners kind of like, like their guy, and we'll see if they keep him. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a few quarterback things, and obviously there's uh, a lot of moves being made by, you know, uh, the Bengals making offensive line pushes, yeah. which scares me to death. You yeah. know that that just that kind of is what they needed to uh, protect their quarterback, and so uh, they're making all those moves and a lot of defensive moves in the in the NFC and AFC, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's just those few quarterback positions and and the just moving uh, positions around within people's own teams is what we're going to see a lot of. Yeah, this this offseason has been the craziest that I've ever seen. And I think um, continuing to look look at what's going to happen, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we, we don't. The NFL is really keeping us on our toes. They're like, yeah, we want to try to buy more tickets, <laughs> buy more Madden, invest in more fantasy football because it's going to be crazy. And so I don't know what else to expect, you know. I have no bold predictions right now because anything can happen. Anything can happen. It's March there. Madness. Kevin I'll, Garnett, anything's possible. Exactly. Anything is possible. So, Joseph Sawyer, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thank you, thank and you. thank you yep. to the Inside Source crew for watching and listening to us. And we hope you guys have a wonderful day. And as always, peace.